Welcome back to another episode of uh, Not Sure Yet. As you can probably notice, this is a different sound now, and I don't know why I'm talking like a radio guy and I'm starting to talk through my nose. Sorry about that. Um, I'm very excited. I'm really very excited. I have uh, finally a proper setup to record. I can hear myself. At, not that I can't hear myself when I'm talking without the microphone and headphones. You know what I mean. I finally can... Notice if I'm clicking a fucking pen for the first for for the first four minutes of the previous episode, I could have avoided that. I can't tell you how upset I was when I started listening to it after recording for two hours or something, and I thought that I was clicking the fucking pen for the entire episode. So it's good that it didn't happen. Um. So before we start, I'm just gonna ask you to do something. I really need you to do this. Look to your right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just look to your right. Good. Now look to your left. You do it? Okay. Now that everyone thinks that you are kind of not very intelligent, to not say other words, we shall move on. So for today, um, I don't have much... Sorry, this chair that I'm sitting makes lots of noise. I'm just moving my ass. That is not that small, but I'm just moving it and it's just... I, I don't know the name for this, but it makes lots of noise. Okay, so for today, like I was saying, I'm alone here because no one loves me. <laughs> and I have a few stories to... Uh, yeah, a few couple. A few couple. No. There are a few, two or three stories that should be short. But I, I wanted to share this with you because most of you that are listening to this, you are my friends. So since we can't visit each other because of this fucking virus let's just imagine that we are sitting in the couch and we are talking yeah okay the first story is um when i was i don't remember the age but it was before i was 10 years old uh, because that was the age when i uh, moved to a different school uh so i was either nine or ten let's say nine so, so it's not a two, double digit age and I don't feel as bad as I as I should feel. <clears throat> Sorry. So uh yeah. It let's say I was nine years old and it was summer in Portugal. It was on that time I, I don't wanna lie, but it was around forty degrees, so it was like a heat wave or something. Um and it was very, very hot, obviously. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry, I'm already... It's so ridiculous. I, I feel embarrassed to say this, but whatever. Uh, so, uh, I, I was... I think it was already like a summer break from school, from the classes, but I had to go to either the summer activities or something. I I, knew, I don't remember the, the reason, but I had to go to school every day on, on that time, although it was already summer. <laughs> And on that day, it was the the picture day, and the uh, I don't know the name, but uh, so we would do the picture, and then uh, like a, an event on the on the football field, basically, because school was so poor, there was no, no gym gym or no covered um, uh, covered. What's the name of that shit? Where you play lots of sports? I don't know in English. P- pavilion? Yeah, that, whatever. So there was nothing like that. And we had to go very well dressed for the picture day. Um, 
so we had to either with a, a formal shirt or you know how how you dress for the it would be the equivalent of the yearbook thing in america and i i think in uk it exists too so it would be something like that <laughs> and long story short we were going on uh holidays to algarve which is um you know what it is Fuck it. and <laughs> we had to we just we were just going for three days and um so my mother already prepared a little bag with clothes for it and i had two closets in my in my two wardrobes and in my uh, bedroom when i was on that time and for some reason i just I, I i was always very bad and my mother was still obviously picking my clothes back then and just saying you're dressing this even if it would be a a a t-shirt with a pony or i don't know something ridiculous for a little kid male i i would just go whatever my mother would say i would just dress it i i it, it took a lot of time after i was eight for me to start choosing my clothes that's a different thing i don't want to get even more embarrassed i'm not going to say i was 14 when i when my mother was still picking my clothes but i was <laughs> getting back to the to the story so uh i for some reason i opened one of the wardrobes and it was kind of empty I, I could only find pants so i didn't know that i had a closet where things were i had two the two wardrobes one had t-shirts uh, shirts um jumpers hoodies whatever and the other one apparently had the bottom part of the body so pants shorts uh skirts <laughs> no, not skirts and yeah and because i opened that one and i just saw pants i thought that i my mother put all the shirts and all the t-shirts and all the clothes basically on the bag to go to algarve for three days i got i got indecided i got nervous um oh i forgot to say this my mother on that day didn't leave the clothes on ready for me to dress obviously so that's why i went to the wardrobe <laughs> and um after stopping and thinking for a bit because i i've always been a very intelligent person i decided to go with my pyjama not to call my mother not to ask for the neighbor's help or anything like that no i just decided to go in pyjama worst part it wasn't just a normal pyjama. Uh, my grandmother, she she's a professional cook, um, head of uh, kitchen and, and stuff like that. And she was working in Macau, um, uh, um, a country? Anyway, uh, a territory in Asia that belonged to Portugal up to 1999. And then it went to China. And she was working there as a, a professional cook. <laughs> And when she returned, she brought some gifts for us. And one of the gifts for me was a pyjama that was in like a kimono, you know, like a karate or taekwondo <laughs> um, suit. It was, I, 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 I still remember to this day, it was like, I'm very bad with colors. It was a mix of, not a mix, it was in between black and blue. This is probably a color that everyone knows except me, but it was between <laughs> black and blue and it had Sorry, I was just drinking. And it had um, some red uh, things on the some red things on on the 
I don't know how to explain, but it had a, a few, uh, like a few red things. So it was very obvious that I was with a fucking kimono. Uh, but because, like I said, I was very intelligent and I still am. I decided to cover it. So no one on the way from my house to school would find out. In hindsight, it looked like it was a very good idea, except for the fact that it was fucking 40 degrees outside. And I decided to put a winter jacket that was almost covering me from my head to my uh, ankles. It was uh, halfway the shin. And I think it's shin. Yeah, shin, the one in, in the leg, not the one on the face, obviously. That's a chin. Um, I, I always confuse both of them in terms of pronouncing. And yeah, so I went with that jacket up to the, up almost to the ankle with 40 degrees. I walked from my house to school. It was like a kilometer or something. Um, and I got there super sweaty, like dropping water from all over my face and body and has and all those things that no one needs to know and uh the teacher asked me why are you with this jacket if it's 40 degrees everyone was with like t-shirts and shorts and i was with a big winter jacket and uh the kimono underneath that no one saw yet then the teacher insisted on me to take insisted that I should just take the jacket for the pictures. And because it was very hot, I said, no, she said, take, I said, no, she said, take, because I'm your teacher. I said, okay, I took it out. And when everyone looked at me, um, all the kids laughed, obviously the entire school looking at me laughing and, um, the teacher grabbed my mother a couple of days after because she thought that we were very poor. Um, because I said, oh yeah, because I said to the, to my teacher when she asked me, why are you with this big jacket and a kimono under it when it's 40 degrees outside and it's the picture day? And I said, because I'm going on holidays to Algarve next weekend, the big weekend. So a weekend and one bank holiday. And my mother put all my clothes there and yeah, I don't have clothes to dress now. I said this like... I didn't think that I could go to child services or something. I almost went. Um, but the teacher knew my mother. She spoke with my mother. And basically, the entire adult population of the school, so teachers and workers. Sorry. Teachers and workers thought that I was below the poverty line. And all the other kids thought that I was just different to not say something else. So yeah, uh, I once went with the kimono to school. And there's a picture of that. You'll never see it. But there's a picture of that somewhere. Um, there is in my memory for sure. I'll never be able to forget it, unfortunately. And there might be a physical picture that I need to ask my mother to burn before it gets somewhere. Yep. Speaking of mother, uh, the, the second story I have to tell is, so she was, sorry, uh, this was already on the, our current house in, in, in Portugal. So I, I will say that I was 10 
so it doesn't seem that bad but i i, I maybe maybe i was 11 or 12 but let's say i was 10 and <laughs> my mother um on that time she was working on the defense department defense ministry in portugal and uh, i don't know why this is not relevant doesn't matter what she worked and she she basically basically she left home um and i was on holidays on that time she left home and she left her phone home i just noticed when in the morning i i went to the either kitchen or living room and i saw the phone there it was a big nokia so it was occupying half of the table it was impossible not to see i think it was one of those that the sim card was still the size of a credit card you know a bank card it was the entire card not that little bit that now we call big because there's nano and there's micro and nano sim or no 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 sim at all um but on that time it was those big ones yeah so that phone was occupying half of the table and was almost breaking it with the weight and the phone probably cost uh, 1 million euros because they were super expensive back then if you think that an iphone is expensive now go back and compare the at least the portugal salaries that we had and the price of a brand new nokia back then it was a, a huge thing anyway uh what did i decide to do no I, first of all i i didn't decide much i was thinking how should i what should i do now that my mother forgot the phone i need to let her know that she forgot the phone first of all probably she would already know that she didn't have the fucking phone when she tried to call someone and she didn't have the phone but my let's say 12 year old brain probably 10 no my 10 year old brain but probably 12 that's that's the correct way of saying it said hang on i need to let my mother know about this so i should find a way to communicate with her there was obviously no whatsapp or no uh, whatever to use through the computer probably email but i didn't have email back then it, it's it's not relevant if there's email or not i was dumb i didn't know how to contact with her uh, a letter would take too man too much time because she would be back by the end of the day and a letter would take three business days and uh, that's why i couldn't find a different way to communicate with her i could have called her office but again there was not a lot of I, I i don't think i had a computer so i couldn't even go online to look for something i'm lying there was a computer but i didn't like computers back then for some reason and i'm an engineer now so and sorry i'm drinking a lot because i'm always thirsty and this house is very hot sorry so yeah uh she left the phone home i already had a phone back then uh, nokia 3310 i don't know how i had it i think it was from my father and he gave it to me or something like that uh, yeah that was my first nice phone that i had and it lasted a while it had the snake 2 game it was really cool anyway um sorry i'm, I'm getting distracted a bit i just decided to call her with my phone through her phone so i had my phone on my right hand and i was ringing her and i had sorry for the ambulance i hope it's not for me for the mental hospital i've been running no way um sorry the fucking ambulance distracted me 
Yeah. So I had my right my phone on the right hand, and I was dialing her number, and I had the her phone on my left hand, and I rang, and it started to ring with the Nokia tune, of course. And for like, I, I swear to God, this is true. For two three seconds, I was feeling it ringing and vibrating in my left hand, and it was saying Tiago's son. And for those two or three seconds, I thought, oh, shit, someone's calling my mother and I can't. No, sorry. Before I saw it, it was I just heard it ringing and um, uh, I heard the phone ringing and I thought, oh, shit, now someone's calling my mother and I can't pick it up. <laughs> I can't pick it up now because she should be at work. And I don't know if it's someone from work. And then if I pick up here, they're going to think she's home. I started overthinking so much for a kid. And in those two or three seconds after... I looked at the visor of the, the phone and it was saying Tiago San, the translation. And I think that was one of the first times that I felt very embarrassed, although I was alone. If I think back, I can I that's on the top five of mo of first moments that I felt embarrassment when I was alone and no one was no one else was in the room. I don't know if you guys realize when in your life you started feeling this. Because when we are young and kids, most of the embarrassment is just if someone is laughing at us uh, actively, like in our face laughing or someone making the joke about it. Because if you are in the room and you do something stupid and embarrassing, you're not going to feel embarrassed when you are a kid. You don't give a shit. And that's the best thing about being a kid. You don't give a shit. You just want to be happy. Do whatever you want to be happy. That's what's good about being a kid. What's this to do with the story nothing it doesn't matter what matters is is that i'm so dumb but so dumb that i wanted to call my mother to tell that her phone was home but i called her phone i know and i know that you guys heard heard listen i know one of those verbs uh to the to the last episode with ash um it was so, so it was so much fun to to record it was really really uh, we had, I, at least I personally had fun that I hadn't had with uh, doing something in a long time. This sentence didn't make any sense. I think I had a stroke right now. What I meant was that it, it was just pure fun. We We were just having a normal conversation that usually we have, but we turned the mics on and we put some questions there. Um... But it got real, really funny, and there was no plan on that except for my first question, just to get get you guys to know Ash. Um, the rest was just pure, um, like no script, nothing. I just had a couple questions. I asked them randomly because I have two fifty questions, or no, actually I have three pages of different lists, and um, and. That, that's something that I, I, I want to do more, not just with Ash, but I want him to come back, obviously. It's to... These kind of questions uh, can help us just uh, have a topic, and from that we can have a, a full conversation just about that topic and not even ask another question after that. Um, all of this to say that the WASP conversation that we had was uh, interesting, at least for me, because I have, as you know now, I have the phobia for WASPs and shit like that. Um, and what he said... It, I, I again, I don't know if it's true or not because I didn't go to search it. I should have searched it before sp speaking about it. Um, but 
at least it was something interesting new that I heard and then later I'll, I'll, I'll check about it. All of this to say that that was conversation um, reminded me of something but then we didn't have time back then because even with uh, all the edits it was 15 minutes of episode which is a lot. So um, the story that I remembered on that time and I can tell now is that <laughs> uh, I had some funny stories now they are funny now I could have died back then but I, I have some funny stories I, it's just one now um, with bees or wasps in this case it's wasps no sorry in this case it's bees um so i was riding i used to ride bicycle ride bike with my my father and after that i started doing some downhill and then i fell a few times and i gave up that wasn't the reason it doesn't matter so i was riding bicycle bike with my father and it was with another friend of his he has been doing it every weekend for I don't know, probably the last 20 years, at least. If he misses it, it's because he's going either for a run or he's always doing some activity on the weekend and then during the, the week too. But so we were in a, in a forest that I didn't know much, but it's that kind of uh, forest that it's very close to the ocean. It's literally on the shore. So the... Uh, the terrain it's a mix of dirt with sand and it's very hard to to keep your pace and to just do uh, the normal number of kilometers or miles that you, you you usually do on a normal surface this is relevant because it, it will come a bit uh, later so we were we stopped for uh, just for uh, a snack in the middle of the forest and a little bee started to come around me which usually like i already said on the previous episode if it's a bee instead of a wasp although i'm super terrified i i kind of know that uh, most of the times they're not going to do anything to us they are just looking for their nectar from the flowers and that's it uh, so i decided not to move much but she was doing that zigzag around me and in my face and in my chest and when i see that zigzag it's it's a trigger for me when I see that zigzag and I hear their noise, the the wings noise. It's it's a trigger I I, I can't do. So I started moving a bit away, away. I started moving a bit away from 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 the bee and from them. But I think when I did that, I passed like a, a little hive or something. I don't know what kind of bee it was. It wasn't like a huge hive or anything because we couldn't hear much. But for for sure there was a hive there because a little. Uh, Swarm, I think that's the name. Let me just double check. A little, yeah, a little swarm of um, of bees started to come in my direction, but not they didn't sting me or anything. They were just going around me. I think it was because um, the snacks we were having had uh, it wasn't marmalade, but something like that. So it was very sweet and, uh, for the sugar. So maybe that smell was attracting them. And then when I passed through their hive, they weren't very happy. Um, so they started to go around me like a, a little swarm of eight to ten or something like that. I couldn't count them, as you can imagine. So I started to go a bit away from my father and, and his friend just to get away from them. And then one of the bees started to be a bit aggressive and started to... I don't know how to explain, but basically her, her way of flying and coming in my direction was being different and I panicked. 
I started to, I, I got on my bike. I started to pedal a bit and it was, like I said, full of sand and, and dirt. So it was re really hard to start going. But with the panic, I, I was like a fucking Ferrari. Um, and I started pedaling. In, in that panic of starting to pedal, I fell a few times uh, because of the sand. And when I fell, my camelback, where we have the liquid, uh, in this case, it was water, in our back. It was like, it's like a, uh, a backpack. Back, backpack? Backpack. That was close. Backpack. Uh, so it has a little tube and uh, with a valve that closes. And when I fell, that uh, tube um, dragged on the floor. The valve went to went to shit. I don't know where the valve was. So the tube was open, but I didn't notice with the panic. So I kept pedaling. And when I went to drink, I had no water at all. It was literally empty, dry. Um, by this time, I pedaled around two kilometers. So a bit more than one mile for Imperial people. <laughs> Imperial people. Um, and when I was trying... So, so like I said, when I fell, the thing, I lost all the water. Um, and on, on that first kilometer, when I was looking, not first kilometer, but I don't remember the distance. Um, but every time I was looking back, I was still seeing the swarm behind me. Um, full disclosure, I have no idea if by this time the swarm was still there or was just a product of my imagination. But for sure, the beginning was, was real, like the the first bee and then the other bees around me um, until I got in my bike. That was real. I was seeing them and they were literally stopping in my clothes. Um, so, yeah. And then probably with, with the panic, I thought every time I looked back, they were still there. So, like I said, I pedaled one kilometer, two kilometers. And then when I f went to drink some water because I was super thirsty from all the effort, it was empty. I looked back. I noticed that uh, on some uh, crossroads of dirt, I I didn't notice if I was taking right or left. So to go back to go back to my to my father, um, I had no idea which path I took before. And oh, another detail: I didn't know this forest at all. It was the first time I went to that forest to to ride my my bike. And my father didn't know it at all either. So we were lost. I was lost in a forest that I didn't know. Um, and I <laughs> I ended up, long story short, I ended up pedaling around 40 kilometers without water in the sand uh, until I got to a village completely exhausted. And I, I, I was honestly thinking that soon an helicopter would have to come get me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I ended up in a location. I said, oh, sorry, I am... I am lost. Uh, there were some houses uh, after the forest finish, finished. Uh, I got there. I could have been cut in pieces or whatever, but I just said, I'm lost. Can you give me some water, please? And can I call my, my family? So when I called my family and after speaking with these people that helped me, I realized that, like I said, I was 40 kilometers away from the original point. So that's how... This is to show, and then my father wasn't happy at all that I just disappeared like that, and understandably. Um, but and I lost—I don't remember how much I lost. I think it was four kilos or something, and I was already very slim. So I—I I was like less than sixty kilos, and I lost three or four kilos. 
um and i was tall like i said on previous episodes so i was very i was literally um almost looking anorectic although i wasn't i was eating very well um but um i, I still lost three or four kilos and this is to show that my my phobia it's uh, it has had some it, it gave me some issues during my life but everyone has some phobias or most people have, have phobias and uh it's better now i don't run away like that i got run over, I, I almost got run over a few times running away from from bees two of the times one was a buzz the other one was a lorry uh it was close it was very close because <laughs> i just started running into the street um of the, and there was a lot of traffic and it just all of this to say imagine someone as tall as me with six foot four so or 193 if you are metric system this i always have to do the do difference because at least ash that will listen to this yeah you ash you're gonna ask for the imperial if i say 1.93 meters you have no fucking idea what that is yeah so yeah that's it um that, that, that's all so i just want you guys to imagine me running away from a bee all the time um it's it's ridiculous especially because far away you can't see the bee and you just see me running in circles or putting my arms in the in the air and just yelling like a yeah so uh, guys I, th I hope that you that you enjoyed this episode uh i know that it's different from having someone um here i guess it's completely different the dynamic is different but i hope that you like this and um yeah don't forget to to share the show with your friends if you think they're gonna like it and i hope that you like the the new uh sound uh, setup and i hope the sound is uh, much better this time okay i'll see you guys next time bye bye